What's going on, everybody? We are back. It's been another long break. We're going to try not to forget how to do this show. I think we're going to be able to do it just right. But we are here, and this is Horror Zone 607. We are the podcast that talks all things horror and brings you the week's biggest horror movie news. And boy, do we have a big, big week. This is, in my opinion, the biggest week of news that we have had in four years of doing this show. And we are going to bring you to it. We, we got so much to talk about. We got to get into this. But I can't do that without introducing the man to my right. And the reason we've been off for the last approximately two months now is because he was busy. He was very busy. And last weekend, all that busyness paid up because he alone made $450 million at the box office. He's rich. That is correct. That is damn right. Uh, you're welcome, Marvel Pictures, Marvel Studios, for my behind-the-seats work. I can't talk about the movie that I was a part of because I technically was the ghostwriter. The Rich Project. Uh, and uh, let's just say that it made a shit ton of money worldwide and uh, living high on the hog, baby. You know, we'll say that we were living in a multiverse. Yes. It, 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 it may, there may have involved some madness. There may have been some madness. Yes. <laughs> there was a doctor. You had to have a doctor on set. By the way, shout-outs uh, before we get started. I know it's not usual a thing, but shout-outs to Sam Raimi. I know. Sam Raimi killed it and put some... Uh, Raimi's back. You know, no no, uh, no spoilers, but uh, Sam Raimi definitely put some Evil Dead homage into that movie. So I heard. It was very good. It was a Sam Raimi film, and I uh, loved it. So hopefully he's uh, going to be signing on to do some more things. Now it's gotten people talking once again about an Evil Dead movie. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, he actually said in an interview he wants to do another horror movie, and it got people talking. Hey, I'm all for whatever he wants to do because... God dang. I know. It's good. It's real good. But yeah, Mike C, I, I, I can't wait to dive into some of the stuff we got. We do have a gigantic, gigantic week of news. And uh, there's not a bad story in here. I mean, this is big time stuff that we have got to talk about this week. So big that we're not going to be reviewing any movies this week. We're not going to be doing any of those little fun lists that we like to put together. That stuff's coming next week. And we promise you we are going to be here next week. That stuff's coming next week. We have got two solid segments in this show two parts to the show that is all news and it is all big stuff you are not going to want to miss what we have got to talk about this week so rich let's kick it off well we got to kick it off and we haven't done this in a while but i had to find something truly truly terrifying to bring us back from this week That's right, Mike. I'm I'm forever, shivering with fear. I am, I'm truly, foreverly yours, faithfully. I'm gonna have to go sit in the corner after this. <laughs> you, you, suck, you sucker punched me with that one. I had no idea what was coming. No, Usually, you, you've got it up on the screen, and I'll catch it out of the corner of my eye. You I waited. purposely, I purposely just had it on a random page and was like, "Oh my god!" Hey, that's what we do here. We have to have a little bit of fun with our horror, so. <laughs> Gotta love Journey. Yeah, that just happened. Uh, I, am, I don't even know where to go with this. That was so scary. <laughs> but we are going to move on. We have to. You always got to go forward with these things. So move the show must go on. So we're going to kick off. And this is news that kind of came out a little while back. Um, I don't know that a ton of people really heard about this, though. I don't feel like this was something that was like like big and everywhere. But, and there's no real surprise here when we say this, but Sony has officially greenlit the next Ghostbusters sequel. Oh, there's no surprise here. Made good money in the box office. A lot of good buzz. A lot of good praise for the movie. Mostly, you know, there was there were some people who didn't like it, but I wasn't the a huge majority, fan of it. But the majority of people did love it, and or just like it. 
and when I was at New York Comic Con, part of the Ghostbusters panel, uh, Jason Reitman said that if this movie did well, that there was already plans in the work that there was going to be more, and he was hoping to bring in his some of his uh, famous director friends to see what they would do. In yeah, the there's no universe. word if he's going to be directing this right. one or not. He kind of wants to. He wants to kind of let get people. He, well, it's not, not even get rid of it, rid of but it. let others do. What it. he wants to do is he wants to see what other people like. He wanted to lay the framework to see what other people would do with the franchise, and I'm okay with that because again, cool. I wasn't a fan of Afterlife at all. But there well, were certain parts of it big... that I thought were okay, but I was not a fan. I thought it was extremely overrated. Well, here's the thing: it's a big universe. Yeah. They can do so much with it, and if you have other people, as long as they have a framework and those people stay within the framework, you could do different things. You could have Ghostbusters West Coast. You could have Ghostbusters yeah. South. You could have the the original. There's all sorts of cool things you can yeah. do with this franchise. Maybe I'll enjoy this one more once I see whatever they come up with the next one. Uh, That's we'll what I said out. about Halloween 2018. Maybe I'd like it more if Halloween Kills was good. Yeah, well, Halloween Kills was not good. <laughs> Let's just say I don't. I, I still don't like Halloween 2018. I still don't like Halloween Kills. I, I didn't mind 2018, but I'm not in the same faith. Yeah. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was the greatest, as we know. We, I, but I, 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 it was better than average, in my opinion. However, Kills, not so much. I mean, it, the title didn't lie. There was a lot of kills. That was, yeah. that was the only saving grace for me. The story. Let's just say this right here. I'm going to look at you right in the eyes and say, Big John, Little John. <laughs> there it is. That's good stuff. Yeah. We got to get that stuff. in the uh, board. We should. Uh, but, you know, that's why, you know, Halloween ends will be a labor of not love, but a labor of this show when I have to watch it to review it on the uh, show. Can't wait to get to that. Didn't we already review it? I think uh, we've talked about it enough. Well, after we see the movie, I'm probably sure it's going to be based on another movie we've already reviewed, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that. That's Ghostbusters. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about with that. No, I but. just think it's going to be a great universe, and uh, maybe you can tap Sam Raimi. There you go. Ooh, ooh, that Sam Raimi's looking amazing. For, Sam Raimi's looking for a horror film. Uh, at the core of it, Ghostbusters, a lot of in a lot of ways, is a is one of those black comedies, horror comedies. That's right up the alley of Sam Raimi, and you could bring a little bit more horror to it with some comedy. I think that would be perfect for. That's a perfect set. That is a franchise made for Sam Raimi. We may need to just put out just a subtle little tweet yeah to a certain jason reitman yeah i think Ooh. sam raimi would be perfect for this movie oh that would be amazing yeah he would be amazing with that oh wow i had i happen to be wearing a ghostbuster shirt too today so oh yeah you are didn't even know that was gonna be the news so i was gonna wear awesome. my uh silver shamrock shirt today but i went with this one instead my five dollar shirt it's that still I got. it's still it's close enough to silver shamrock yeah, we're gonna pretend uh, now, talk about exciting. I know you're big time excited for this because you love the original, and we're getting a sequel to The Nun. Jump Scare the Movie Part Due. Yeah. I know you Not were a Not even Part Two, Part Due. You know who's a, a big fan and stands by this one and will die on that hill? The Maestro. Of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. But uh, this movie, wow. Okay, so The Nun... If it's not a surprise know, that we're getting a sequel. It's not a surprise. It, it's it, Everything in the Conjuring universe, whether it does fucking tremendously well or mediocrely well because none of them have bombed let's be honest they've all made some money they made their money back and because they're because the overbearing conjuring movies make a shit ton of money you're always going to get the these these spin-off movies this one in particular not a fan of but then again i wasn't a fan of the annabelle films although the last one that we went and saw was wasn't horrible, but that was only a trailer for other movies that they haven't yeah. made yet. I know you didn't like it. I I was kind of up in the air with it when I first said I've seen it several times since, and I, I actually kind of like it. It's a fun movie. It's not I didn't great. Like, I did, Annabelle comes home is what we're talking about. It's a very it, pretentious. I, movie. I didn't I didn't like the Annabelle portion because it wasn't an Annabelle movie. Like I said, it's yeah. a trailer. I didn't mind some of the smaller stories in it because I thought that they have some cool things with like the werewolf. I thought they had some cool things with uh, the fairy man. 
and stuff like it's that. Funny how there's, COVID has kind of killed off. Yeah, the, there's 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 some cool stories that they they were telling, but once again, they kind of used they kind of lied to us. They made an Annabelle movie. There wasn't an Annabelle movie. It was just a trailer for other Conjuring movies they could do. But anyways, I digress. Let's go back to The Nun. The Nun, as a movie, the reason I don't like it, and I know that, that you're being used to the same thing, is really the movie was a jump scare movie. That's all it was. Yeah. And that's why we call it Jump Scare the Movie. It really is just that. It's just like there's no substance. The story was fucking bonkers and doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. You know, the only props that I'll give that movie, and I mean this, I... I, I, I really do mean this legitimately the one thing that that movie had going for it that was better than most nowadays was its atmosphere it had a really really good atmosphere and by that it. you're talking about it took place where it should take place yes yeah it just had a great look to it yeah very yes, dreary but, but very the, gray but none of the story made fucking sense no it was a none dumb of the movie. story makes that's sense. the only good thing i'll say about the movie but it did have a good atmosphere and they just jump scare you the whole time no. there's nothing scary or original it's just fucking oh yeah ooh, oh shit they're behind you now god i am well i went to see that with the professor and i know we've joked about it i don't think we ever talked about it on here but i think maybe you heard us but when we walked out of that movie theater he, we were talking about how it should have been called jump scare the movies like he started pitching ideas to me like you know it'd be you and i walking down the street and all of a sudden maestro will jump out and say hey guys and you'll hear like that big and then we'll go a little bit further and rich will jump in hey what's up guy like you know like oh we should do that for 40 dollars 40 dollars films we $40 talked $40 about they were doing that so we could make jump keep scare that, the movie keep that under hat yeah so, yeah, I don't know. I, the only thing that we know about this so far is I do believe it's going to also take place in a similar time period, like way back, like decades back. Uh, the same character, and I don't remember her name, but the, the character that Thaisa Farmiga plays is going to be back, as well as Valak, the demon nun. Uh, there's no word if Thaisa Farmiga is going to be reprising the role. Um, but, you know, that, that's that's all we know about it, really. I'll put that out there. I'm probably not watching it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be waiting for that one to come out on some sort of a streaming service or whatever because I'm not going to be paying to watch that one again. Uh, now, this next story is something I'm very, very excited about. Uh, I'm hoping that a recent merger, we talked about this uh, with uh, the Patreons. I'm hoping that the recent merger between HBO and um, whatchamacallit? Discovery. Discovery uh, isn't going to kill Border this. Media. But um, this is something that has been officially greenlit, and we, there's been a lot of talk about this over the years, and it's it's happening, as of now anyway. But HBO Max is making a prequel to It. Uh, the series is going to be called Welcome to Dairy. Okay. So here's a quote that we have about this. This was directly from the Bloody Disgusting article. Um, the series would likely explore the origin story of Pennywise the Clown, as well as the dawn of the 27-year curse that haunts the small town in Maine. Uh, per Variety, this, this actually this this is where they were getting their news. Mm -hmm. It was Variety, um, and I put this in bold letters. The series will begin in the 1960s in the time leading up to the events of It Part One, the 2017 film based on the Stephen King horror novel. Uh, the story is also said to include the origin story of. Uh, well, I just said this. I just included that. Pennywise. Never mind. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's going to include uh, Pennywise's origin. Uh, but this is the big news. This is the really big news that Variety also noted with this article. Andy Muschietti and Barbara Muschietti are back on board to produce this series. Well, that's good news. Uh, hopefully, they'll bring back Bill Skarsgård as well. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I, I, that's who I see as Pennywise now. Uh, and this isn't back in the day in the '80s when you got like. Ferris Bueller was made into a TV series, but you didn't get Matthew Broderick. This, this well, HBO Max gets big time stars. I was gonna say now that we're in the streaming wars era, so let's start there. 
I, I, I'm going to put you at ease. I do believe that everything is going to be a go still at HBO Max from Discovery, even though Discovery bought, merged. It, it was a takeover, so it's not a real merger. We've talked about it on Three Fat Nerds and, and elsewhere really, really uh, exhaustively. But I don't think we're in the era of the stream wars, and HBO Max is is up there. It's getting up there with the, the, the Disney Plus of the world and the Netflix. Of course, Netflix is taking a fall, so it's really basically who can race to get better content first, HBO Max or Disney, which they both own all these tremendous franchises, which helps out. Coming from it as a from a Warner Media Discovery HBO Max standpoint, it is one of their big franchises. It makes a lot of sense to make this series on that streaming platform to get people to stay with or even order for the first time this 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 uh, franchise because. We're in the streaming era. We've been in the streaming era, but it's even more apparent now. Most people are watching stuff off a of stream. So I don't think you're going to see something like it go away. We're not going to see the Batman stuff go away because that's going to make him a ton of money. Speaking to uh, big stars, Colin Farrell, as we know, will be the Penguin in the Penguin series they're mm -hmm. doing for uh, HBO Max. So it's not like they're not bringing in big stars because now there's no stigma to these streaming services. Right. Mega stars are starring in original movies for the streaming services. They're starring in shows for the streaming services because it's big money. And these aren't just like, these aren't in the past where studios like CBS and NBC, network studios, are making stuff for television and we had a separation of television and movie. These are movie makers. Right. These are movie studios. HBO Max is owned by Warner Media, which is now owned by Discovery. Of course, Warner Media, ladies and gentlemen, Warner Brothers, <laughs> amongst other things that they own. But those, think about that. That's a big time movie studio. Disney. Disney is a huge movie studio that houses, yeah. you know, Marvel. It houses Lucasfilm. It houses Disney proper. It now houses 20th Century, because they don't call it 20th Century Fox. It's just 20th Century. Right. So... You got to remember, these streaming services are getting these big things because they understand that they're in a war for the dollar of the American public. Right. And right now, Netflix, with a bunch of the news that's going on, I know we're going to be talking about it this week on uh, the, the 3FN podcast, if you guys want to tune into that. Uh, but Netflix is falling on its ass. So a lot of these places that already own these franchises are doubling and tripling down to get that money. And you know who wins? Us, the consumer. So I have no fears of this it story going away. And it sounds very interesting. I would love to see this. But I would. I will add to it. I really, and I think they will. I really think we need Bill Skarsgård back as Pennywise. In this yeah. Show. And they've been talking about doing a prequel movie or a sequel to the movies because they did so well. I think this is a perfect you know what I way think? to do it. I'm going to throw this out there. I think... The days of prequel movies should go away. And you want to know why? And I'm not saying prequels. Now that the streaming thing is a thing, let's do series. Because yeah. you can tell more of the story. I yeah, love absolutely. I love these and not even like seasons. I love these like contained eight episode series that are only gonna be eight episodes, but you get eight hours or six hours or whatever hours, depending upon the time of the show, of story that you're not gonna nobody's gonna sit through an eight hour movie. Right, but you'll you'll watch once a week an hour show or binge watch the entire series Absolutely. of this. You know what I mean? So I love this format for prequel well, stories and for additional stories. I'm not saying movies should go away. We should still have them, but I think if you want to go back in a world and really flush it out, because a sequel you don't have to flush out the world. Look the at sequels. Ash versus Evil Dead. Look right. at Chucky. Yes, it's like a yes. a season. It was like a gigantic, supersized movie. Yeah. They were both excellent. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The Purge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that these are the best ideas we have right now. I think that the the series to go with it, like like the Batman stuff. We're talking about Ark. They're doing the Arkham Asylum one. They're doing the Penguin one. I'm like, I love this. This is going to tell a backstory about 
a certain aspect of a world or a certain character world or characters. And then when we go to the next movie, we know the backstory. But we got an in-depth backstory, so we now feel something. Because remember, movies are you know three hours or less. Let's be honest, nowadays. Right. And in that time, sometimes you don't connect to the character so well. Right. If you have eight hours, look at Peacemaker. Exactly. Brilliant show. People like Pe- the Peacemaker character in the movie. You saw the show. The show was better. Oh, sure. Because now great. we got to really fall you know, in love with John Cena and the Peacemaker. You know what it kind of reminded me of his buddy there, his little sidekick there. It kind of reminded me of Deadpool a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, you but, but you know what I mean, though? Because, we got, that, because we got that time with that character, we've got to fall in love. You like the character in the movie and found that character entertaining, but you fall in love with that character because you yeah. get exposed to them in a longer form. I think this is perfect. I think the fact that Andy Muschietti and his wife are, are, are going to be a big part of this is even better. Get Bill Skarsgård on board, throw a couple big-time directors to direct different episodes, and you're, we're going to have a winning formula. Absolutely. And then, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised to see a sequel movie that we've never gotten before in a continuation of a story. Because you can't believe that Pennywise is really gone. I mean, anybody can... Michael Myers got his head cut off with an axe and he came back. Well, Pennywise is this, this all-knowing being <laughs> exactly. from another dimension. If, so If Michael Myers can get his head chopped off with an axe and come back... Pennywise can make a return. All right, that's what I'm saying. But this is going to be a good way to, to set some stuff up. Beautiful. I love it. You know what else you love is The Crow. Hmm. And that's our I next I do story. love The Crow. You do. And uh, what you love even more about The Crow is that after years and years and years of talk about it, a brand new remake of The Crow is officially happening, starring Bill Skarsgård as Eric Draven. <sighs> Where do I start? Listen, every time this comes up, people have shot it down. This time, they're not going to let it be shot down. Fans of the original movie, fans of The Crow, I will always point out that this movie is A, an homage to Brandon Lee, who's no longer with us, died making the movie. But B, if you watch that movie, it's one of the great cinema classic movies of all time, especially in the style it shot. Uh, it would stop very dark, very gothic, so it helps stand the test of time. Like, a lot of movies get aged that are from the early 90s, like, like The Crow, but The Crow doesn't age the same because of the stylistic shooting of the movie. Like, it's not like one of those movies that was a timepiece. It was it was transcendent because of the artsy way that they shot it. The story is a beautiful story because it's a revenge story. We all understand that at the end of the day. I mean, I just went to see The Northman. So the story of Hamlet, because Northman is the... the Hamlet is the actual uh, inspiration for the Hamlet story that, that William Shakespeare wrote. Mm. So that The Northman is that story. So it's very familiar because it's Hamlet. It was the, what inspired Hamlet. And The Crow is pretty much Hamlet without the incest. You know what I mean? It's the revenge story. And, 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 and as well as it was and as well as Brandon Lee did and as good as the movie is, and, and like I said, you can watch it now and understand why people love the movie. To remake it, people are like, we're not on board. They gave us a bunch of shit fucking sequels. Yeah, they did. And we're about, you know, here we are, a remake. I don't think a remake's a thing. If you want to go and do like a reboot where you try to do a different sequel because you can use the crow as the crow but to bring back eric draven not played by brandon lee and when there's a perfectly good movie out there that doesn't need to be remade i'm going to go with a perfect example of this and this is what the studio should be looking at what happened with the halloween remake mm-hmm. not 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 the 2018 which was a right, sequel right. zombies we're talking about zombies. How about you just do a requel where Eric Draven's dead and we have a new crow? But do a good, do a good 
sequel. You know what I mean? Like the Crow thing where the vengeance, because that's all it is. It's a right. revenge story, and that's what they did in the sequels, but they never did it good. Could you imagine if they just did that instead? People would be more expect, you know, and pay the homage. Say, oh, this happened back in the early 90s. This Eric Draven character, you know, was reportedly came back from the dead to get revenge. Nobody believed it. And then it happens again. Right. That would be the way I would go because I really feel like whenever you remake a movie, it usually does not do as well, especially if the content is there. You'll have occasional winners. Like we always talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, the uh, Friday the 13th remake was good. It wasn't, I wouldn't say great, but it was good. But for every one of those, you have 50 other ones that were horrible. I.e. Halloween remake, i.e. the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Uh, I don't think uh, you would could say Evil Dead 2013, but it was because it was in the great category. But it wasn't a remake. That was kind of like originally when they did the movies. Remember, the original idea was to take two different universes and move them together. That's yeah. why we end up with that cool Ash. Uh, the groovy at the groovy end. at the end, yeah, because they were actually trying to do two different universes and merge them into one, right? right. Uh, so I, I don't, I count that as almost in the requel. I think Evil Dead was one of the first requels, if you will, if yeah. you really look at it like that. But it was great. But for all of those, there's really bad ones and ones to go to direct. And I just think that this is so loved that this is a mistake, in my personal opinion. Well, here I'm going to post something for you. So we were talking with the patrons before. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, big actor right now. You know, because of it. You know, yeah. he's he's a hot commodity. He's a good actor. He's no Alexander Skarsgård. He's not his brother, yes. like you said, but he's still, he's he's carving his own way. Right, right, you know, right, he's, right. he's doing well right Respect. now. Respect, I like him. And I think he could do a good job as the character. So with that in mind, this movie, which is set to begin shooting next month in June, so it's coming up soon, it's going to have a $50 million budget. Is this movie going to be a fail an epic failure, or is this movie going to be a success? Based on what the, the budget's going to be and who's in it. I have a fear that this is going to be... That's hard. And here's why. The fans of the original series, which is a lot, who have stopped production on this film a million times. Let's think about it. This movie, this movie at one point in juncture, this not this exact movie, but this movie from the studio was a, was handed to Jason Momoa. And arguably there's what, three actors maybe bigger than him right now? Maybe. Scorching hot in yeah. Hollywood. Maybe yeah. maybe three. You know, I would say The Rock, obviously. Maybe Kevin Hart, because he's in a lot of shit. Like, like, there's, there's only, a, there's a handful of people who might be hotter than Jason Momoa, and Momoa backed out because he was like, I can't take this hit to my career. He was scared that the fucking fans were gonna hate him. Mm. And think about it, this is a mega star. Like, what I mean, mega star. This is a motherfucker who made Aquaman watchable. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I don't know. And I, once again, nothing against Bill Skarsgård. I think he's amazing. However, this could be a moment where even if he does the greatest performance of all time, there's going to be a section of the audience that's like, fuck you for even doing this. And I don't know if you could take that hit. I'm just saying. So it's hard. If that section doesn't show up to the box office and that section makes enough noise, this movie will be a gigantic flop. If there's enough people who are just like alone going, okay, I don't even know who's attached to direct. But and I don't think they I don't even think they have announced that they've only announced who's going to start it. If I there's hope enough, they have it starts shooting in a month. So. Yeah, but I haven't seen anywhere where they're like yeah. this guy is directing the film. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you have a you know a decent enough that it could draw people, out, it could make money. I just don't think it's going to be blockbuster money. You know what I think could have made this a success at least financially? Blumhouse makes it with a five to ten million dollar budget. I think yes. that could have made it a success because even if it only made thirty million dollars at the box office, they could say we did well. Yes. $50 million budget, it's a big budget. I mean, it's not $100 million, it's not $200 million, but it's a pretty big budget. 
Okay, Rupert Sanders is going to be the director. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Rupert Sanders. I don't either. I'm going to look that up right now. But Rupert Sanders is going to be the director that has been announced. And they are shooting in Prague. Yes. Just so you know. Uh, Rupert Sanders is from uh, the UK. Uh, he has directed Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, The okay. sequel. Not the original. Oh. <laughs> Goat. And, and ready for this? This might be a big red flag. He's the mastermind behind the Ghost in the Shell movie that people fucking hated. <laughs> God. He also did The Life back in 2009, which I've never heard of. No. So, yeah. So you're saying this is going to be a blockbuster. This is going to be... You're saying this is going to make five, $500 billion at the box office. Yeah, I'm looking at his filmography now on IMDb. Y- yeah. You know, I maybe think we'll he's... be pleasantly surprised, but with that big of a budget, I, I see this being set up. Especially, I mean, it's hard to say, you know, it, but, you know, how much money these things make when they sell their rights to, like, something like a Peacock or a Netflix to distribute it at the same time that it goes to theaters. If this goes to just strictly theaters and they don't sell this property to one of the streaming services for a lot of money, this one could be... This could be a big time. I do flop. want to take it back. He did direct both the Snow White and the Huntsman films. He did both of them. They yeah. were big movies for what they were. Yeah, I never I do, saw them. I do, but wanna, they were big I do want to point out. But what really worries me is he also did Ghost in the Shell, and that was fucking unanimously panned. He also did uh, Foundation hey, on Apple Plus. John Carpenter's done how many bad ones? As many bad ones as good ones. We love him. True, but Our I mean, opinion, he's the greatest horror. In my opinion, he's the greatest horror director. I ever. just want to throw it when you have a stacked audience against you. True. I don't know. You might want to go with the guy who is a little more accredited. Right. If, if, if you will. If you will. If you will. All right. So we got a couple more things before we kind of head to the break here. Um, A24. We're huge fans of A24 here in the studio. I mean, we just we support them 100%, right? Yeah. Absolutely. One of these, we're going to go thumbs down. Ah, yeah. Uh, but they got another slasher movie coming out called Bodies, 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 and it's coming to theaters on August 5th. Well, interesting. They're putting out a lot of stuff. A24 used to be the studio that, like, dropped a movie once a year. And, like, in the past year, they have dropped a shit ton of movies. We got Axe. We're going to get that sequel, I've heard, as early as the end of this year. Yeah. Uh, they've got that new movie, Men, coming out, which I have no interest in seeing. Now they got this movie coming out in, would you said August, right? August 5th. And and then, like I said, the prequel of X is coming out in the fall. At some point, yeah. It's already been shot. Yeah, so. it's already been It's ready to go. They said this year. And then, yeah, I don't know. Uh, listen, I will say this. I enjoyed parts of X, as we talked about before. I didn't hate it, but I didn't think it... I thought they missed some beats. So their first foray in the slasher film was all right, so I would be willing to check this out. Uh, I feel like... I just... I don't know. There's something about this new age of horror movie that A24 leads the you know, pack on right? that I'm not a fan of. I mean, I understand there's a lot of you out there. That's fine. I mean, if you love Hereditary, that's fine. If you love Midsommar, that's fine. If you think we're crazy because we didn't love X and we just liked it, uh, that's fine. Uh, but, you know, they definitely have a style of film. And if you like that style, that's 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 all well and good. If you don't, that's that's all well and good, too. So right. I think this is movie, if it's going to be a movie I'm going to see when I see the trailers for it, it's going to have to look more like X. And I'm not talking about the sex portion. I'm talking about the slasher the portion. Look, yeah. Because if it looks more look, like... Because X it, looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. If it looks more like men, which is kind of like what they've done in the past, I, I just have no interest. I mean, I understand it's 2022, men are bad. I get it. But I don't know if I need that in a movie form necessarily. Right. I mean, isn't that what we've done in horror movies forever? Men are always bad. The, 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 the main... Don't even get me started about the uh, quote-unquote remake of Black Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying... 2019. But I'm just saying, like, let's be honest. Most of the killers in horror movies are men. So, yeah, men are bad. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. I got it. I understand. I don't need a movie to tell me that. 
Okay, agreed. Can continue. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to get to the sad portion of the show. We got three stories here, real quickly. Uh, the first, this one breaks my heart. Deadlines reported that the Netflix series Lock and Key season three is coming, but it will be the final season. That yeah. show's awesome. By the way, Netflix is canceling everything. When we're going into this talk about Netflix, between Netflix canceling things, uh, allegedly starting to crack down on p- password sharing, yep. and even worse, just found this out. They are seriously doing thinking of commercials, not giving you a discount rate for the commercials, charging more than anybody else to have a streaming service, and still putting commercials. Yeah, what's on that, seventeen the bucks a month now? Yeah, to have commercials. And, uh, yeah, and they're going to add commercials. That is actually a thing in the world. You works. do that, and you get rid of the password sharing. Get rid of everybody else. Uh, I already told you they're going to sink the ship. I am. I am getting. I'm not going to have Netflix much longer. I am going to sign up when Cobra Kai comes back in September. Well, I'll, I'll sign up in July. Yeah, get it for a month. I'm going to get it for the. I'm going to. I'm keeping it for right now so I can watch the first part of Stranger Things. I'm going to cancel it in June. I'm going to re get it in July so I can watch the second, second part half. of Stranger Things. Get rid of it again. Get, get it back it in, in September. September. Binge watch and get rid of it in October. Right. And I won't bring it back until either something Cobra good. Kai comes back or Stranger Things because those are the only two That's things. That's it. And they're big properties. Let's yeah. not get that wrong. And, and don't forget, I do like Umbrella Academy and stuff, but if it does come back, I can always catch up on that, not when it's new, because I don't care about catching it when it's new. I can catch up on that in the month I have it, watching Cobra Kai and shit, because I'm going to binge that, and yeah. then I have a month to watch whatever hey, I want and get rid of it. They're going to charge you for the whole month, even if you cancel right. it one day in. You yeah. might as well catch up with it. I'll things. just watch it the whole month, That's cancel exactly it, what I'll do, too. Turn around. Because I'm not going to keep paying $16, 17 and they're not having anything I want to fucking watch. There's better products on HBO Max and on Disney Plus. So why not just watch there? Right. That's where I'm interested in. I mean, they're not their shows aren't with the exception of Cobra Kai and Stranger Things in my opinion, and I understand there's fans of other shows, none of their shows are as good as the Marvel shows or the Star Wars shows that come on Disney Plus. I am a fan obviously more of those things. So I understand that that's partially my fight and maybe somebody else has a different take and that's fine. But in my opinion, that's not worth me paying every month for something that they keep raising the price of. They keep Talking about password sharing, which I don't really have a password share per se. Right. So I'm not, that doesn't even affect me. I'm talking about just the cost alone when I, there's only two shows I'm looking forward to. Right. And you're I like some of the documentaries. Of, you're getting rid of Lock and Key. You're getting rid of Stranger Things is going away. The, the Haunting of series, Hill House, that's done. Yeah. At least for the foreseeable future. I mean, these are their biggest properties and they're going away. Like, they you're going to keep raising the price, Cowboy, you're going to do all this other stuff, and you're going to get rid of all your great stuff? Cowboy Bebop was really good. Their that movies first have season, been they terrible. Of, no, their movies are terrible, period. Terrible. Although, like, honestly. arguably, the horror ones, the slasher one that came out last year, the one that was broken up over three parts, it was oh, three the, separate yeah, movies. Oh, yeah, 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 The um, I can't 1974. The, yeah. Yeah. Those were good. Yeah, they were good. They were fun. That was fun. That's the best original movie I've seen on, on oh. that streaming service, and I don't know how long. I mean, Texas. You Chainsaw, can blame some of it. Honestly, COVID. we didn't. We didn't hate Texas Chainsaw. We didn't no, love but it. But it wasn't supposed it. to be a Netflix. But it movie. wasn't. A, it was shot as a regular movie because it wasn't a Netflix. That movie. That was, I think, supposed to go to theaters originally. Yeah, it was. Before they had all the troubles with yeah. directors. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Uh, yeah, I, I just can't. I can't stick with it. And Lock and Key is another show that I did like. It wouldn't be a reason for me to keep the service, but it would be something I would keep up with, and it would maybe give me a reason to keep it around. And you're getting rid of that, so it's just like I have two shows, and one of them, as you point out, is coming to an end that being Stranger Things, and the other one, I don't know when they're going to ever end it, and I hope they don't, because I love Cobra Kai, but fuck it, I can just sign back up in September, binge watch Cobra Kai, watch whatever other documentaries and stuff I might have missed that I liked, and then cancel it, and then be rid of it for X amount of months until either Stranger Things comes back for its final season, or fucking uh, Cobra Kai comes back. Either way, I'll, I'll be saving $17 a month. 
Right. I'm even going so far to say that I might even just like hold off on watching the first half of Stranger Things. I was thinking that too. And then just watching the whole thing when the second season, I or the second half too. of the season, I should in say, July comes out in July. Just watch it all at once. I still don't know that. how many episodes are in each one of these things. They said that it's not going to be just like four episodes and four episodes. They're saying that they're going to be like pretty much like a full season's worth of stuff. Yeah. Just two parts of it. But, you know, it still only takes a couple of days to get through yeah. the entire season of it. So why not? Yeah, give them, it's, it's give good them bad ratings. Let them know what you think of well, them for a couple of months. They keep dropping. sweat. They, they just got a lawsuit. We talked about this last week. There's a lawsuit against Netflix because they projected 2 million new subscribers. And meanwhile, they've lost, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but they instead, instead in the last quarter, they lost 200,000 subscribers. 000. Which is not a lot, but when you told your shareholders and stuff that are banking on making money that you were going to have 2 million new ones and you actually lost 200,000 you tried to lie about it that's when you get sued yeah and that's what happened but uh, Netflix is going to go the way of the dinosaur eventually at these rates yeah I agree I agree there needs to be some serious restructuring going on especially if, you know, if they're not going to be producing any of this stuff why are they charging as much as they are what's the justification for that I don't know I, I, I give up on it. Lower your price and restructure things. And it sounds like they're starting to think about it. And we'll talk about that off air because, you know, we're not going to get into wokeness and stuff like that. But yeah, there's, there's a whole thing is. going on with that, too. So I have a feeling that there's going to be some serious restructuring going on with Netflix. So, you know, time will tell. We'll see where that goes. But I'm sad to hear that, you know, Lock and Key is going to be going away. I thought that both seasons were equally as good. Um, my brother, who hates pretty much everything, I suggested watching this. And he got a couple of episodes into the first season. He's like, this show's awesome so he really liked it you know it's a great series yeah so i'm sad to see that that's going to be going away after just three years but or three seasons i should say but you know it is what it is uh so finally this week um in lieu of doing our normal trivia question um there's not gonna be a trivia question this week but we are going to pay our respects to a couple of uh, actors that we did lose over the last couple of months. Uh, one more recently. One was last uh, last Sunday, actually. Um, so first, a um, couple months back, if you've seen the original, or not the original, but the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and its prequel, uh, there was a rather large lady that was in there. Her name was the Tea Lady. Uh, she was played by the name uh, by by an actress by the name of uh, Kathy Lampkin. Uh, she's been in several other things. Uh, I personally think that she's a, she was a great actress. Uh, she was always funny. She was good in those movies. Uh, sadly, she passed away at the age of seventy four. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, a week ago, uh, last Sunday, because today is, uh, we're recording this on Sunday, May 15th, uh, Sunday, May 8th, um, one of the stars of Tremors and Tremors 2, the great Fred Ward, who's been in so many great movies, uh, he passed away at the age of 79, and... Um, you know, our thoughts are with uh, with their friends, their family, uh, everybody that was a fan of theirs, and uh, we just want to kind of to you know before we we take a moment of silence, we're gonna we're gonna end this segment with a moment of silence instead of doing a trivia question. But you know, I'll get your thoughts on this, Rich. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, Kathy Lampkin, first of all, a tremendous actress, uh, as you pointed out, she uh, was in the Texas Chainsaw remakes. Uh, she was also in No Country for Old Men, which yes, is pretty awesome. No Country for Old Men. She was in the Heartbreak Kid. Yep. She was hysterical. Heartbreak in that. Kid. She was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, some of the bigger movies she did, and then like I mean, her credits. If you go back, she was on My Name Is Earl as Aunt Gail. If you remember that show, uh, she she played in a bunch of comedy uh, sketches. She was on Boston Legal. I mean, she had a hell of a career, and uh, she was very she she. In my opinion, she could do it all. She was very a lot of comedic performances, but also a lot of straight performances as well. Right. And I thought she was very, very good. And uh, Fred Ward, though, what can you say? Fred Ward is a legendary, and, and I hate to say this because I, 
it's not how I feel about his talent, but he is from that era of the B actor where he was in a ton of what people called B movies. Right. But they were fun and phenomenal movies. Of course, as you pointed out, most known for Tremors. He was in uh, quite a few of the Tremors movies, actually. He was in the first two. Yes. Uh, there was rumor of him possibly returning for one of the future ones, but obviously that's going to be out the window. There was talk of him being back in that series that yeah, Kevin yeah, Bacon kept, was supposed to be in. They kept going. Canceled. Yeah, the, yeah it, it was on, it was off, and now yeah. it's off. And unfortunately, now we'll never get him in that. Uh, of course, he starred in uh, Remo Williams. Uh, the Adventure Begins, which is a movie from 1985, which is a real fun movie. Some people might remember it. Uh, we all remember he, he co-starred with our good friend Courtney Gaines in Sweet Home Alabama. Yes, Sweet Home Alabama. He was in uh, Road Trip. Road Trip as well. And most importantly, most people don't know this, uh, one of his first huge movies, Escape from Alcatraz. Oh, with yeah. The with the legendary... Uh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. So, also, just to throw it out there, was in the right stuff. He was in B uh, Big Business, if you remember Big Business yep. with uh, uh, Bat Midler and Leah Tom uh, Tomlin. He was uh, in Enough with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Absolutely. He was in uh, Naked Gun 33 yeah. and III. <laughs> That's right. Uh, if you remember, I'm going to say this Fred Ward is probably most remembered. If there was an asshole or a villain in a lot of movies, yeah. that was his role. Usually. Usually. Not, not all Tremors the time. was about the only one where he was a good guy, really but he was a, a rough guy. Yeah, he was really the hero, but he was a man's man, yeah. if you will. But, I mean, think about it. And, he just and, had that look of a villain. Yeah. He had the face of a villain. He's always the bad guy or the, you know, like, in, in a lot of ways. He was, uh, by the way, in Joe Dirt. That's he right. He was Joe Dirt's dad in Joe yeah. Dirt. Uh, if, if if we were not remembered, Jesus, the, the, I could get, listen, listen, we could waste the rest of this show. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, just talking about the movies he was in. Cause he was in so many movies. I'm still scrolling. By the way, he was in the crow salvation. Oh, so bringing it back to the crow, right? But look at this. I'm still scrolling. Yeah. I'm still scrolling. You could ask, uh, Mike C. He can see it. Uh, tons of movies, but I remember Fred Ward from a lot of things. He's, he's one of those actors like a Danny Treu. Like a Courtney Gaines, where you remember yeah. his face. He's in a lot of stuff. Great character actor. Great character actor. And like I said, a lot of the movies, some of them were very major as we noticed, but there's a lot of what people would consider B-movies. But you know what? I've always been a B-movie guy. Yeah. I think it's because we're horror fans. And as a horror fan, let's be honest, most of our horror most movies, of our B -movies. have been B-movies, C-movies, D-movies. Heck, you think about it, Halloween was a B-movie. Oh, It just was very successful. Very one. successful, yeah. I mean, I, there's very few blockbusters in the world of, of horror. I mean, we've talked about it before. Jaws and uh, probably recently, Silence of the Lambs. You know, Silence of the Lambs, it became it, one. It became one. But you know what I mean? For the most part, most of our movies were kind of background. That's what they were. But with that being said, we Kathy Lampkin... And Fred Ward will be truly missed. We're going to observe a moment of silence. Then we're going to go to the break. Uh, you're going to hear about Livestream for the Cure, uh, the big cancer benefit that we're a part of every year and uh, we're going to be a part of again this year. Uh, you're going to hear about that in the break before we come back. But uh, before we observe the moment of silence, I just want to say once again, condolences to the, the friends, family, and fans of both Kathy Lampkin and Fred Ward. Hello everyone, my name is Nick. I'm the host of Nikolai's Kitchen and I'm also the host of the annual Livestream for the Cure. Livestream for the Cure is a charity event where we raise money with content creators and podcast partners from around the world for the Cancer Research Institute, a wonderful nonprofit researching cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This is a mission and a future that I truly believe in. 
and myself and my team worked tirelessly over the past five years to raise over $50,000 for this cause. This year, we're aiming for our biggest single goal to date of $20,000, and we cannot do it without your help. Please join us for the event May 19th through the 21st, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern for 45 hours of content from people all over the world. Together, we can bring hope for a future immune to cancer. The more eyes we reach, the more dollars we raise. Please help us in making this goal a reality. Together, we can make a difference. Dublin's the place where I learn my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Blunt is dope, this place is hype. There's a lass, she's just my type. I hate your resort so soon to money. Haven't been late so long, it's happening. And welcome so back to the zone. Those are the I'm sweet, good. sweet sounds of the leprechaun sure rapping. That's right. Yeah, from Leprechaun in the Hood. Because <laughs> Lep in the Hood, up to do no good. <laughs> and there's a reason that we went with that, because we've got some news here to kick off the second half of the show, and that's that Lionsgate is actively seeking pitches to bring Leprechaun back. So do you think we'll get a sequel to Leprechaun in the Hood, so Leprechaun 3 in the Hood? Because remember, back to the Hood? There was back or do you to think we're going to get Leprechaun in space again? Or do you think we're going to get him in a new location? I hope we get the Leprechaun in the multiverse. Oh, the multiverse of Leprechaun. The multiverse of the Leprechaun. Ooh, I think that would be right on I your mean, There's three different people that have been the Leprechaun now. Might what if well. they just make Leprechaun the requel? Not, but by the way, just call it that, by the way. And just kind of make fun of requels. Make fun of requels. Well, being a Leprechaun film. <laughs> the only thing I know for sure is they want to get Warwick Davis back as the Leprechaun. So no more people trying to be him. No more origin stories that have nothing to do with Leprechaun. They, I, I know that they want to get him back and they want to actually bring this series back. Um on the rails oh well i mean it's always off the rails even when it's on the rails so <laughs> but yeah i mean I, i'll be interested to see what they do with it yeah it can't be worse than that fucking piece of shit they pulled out what was it, a couple years ago now yeah leprechaun returns yeah oh my god the worst money i've ever spent in my life oh my god and i've spent some money on some dumb shit but that was the worst i would have wanted my time back if we had just waited for it on sci-fi <laughs> that was... two things you're never gonna get back your money that you paid for it or the time, and the time that we watched it yeah, hopefully it's better than that. Ay, ay, ay. Well, yeah. So it's uh, to be to be determined, uh, you know, if we're going to be seeing that or not. But uh, Lionsgate is actively seeking that. So something else Lionsgate is uh, also looking to relaunch. They want to bring back the Blair Witch franchise. They just tried this. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that long ago. No. No. It was it about didn't, five, six years ago. It was 2016, I think. Yeah, so it's been just... about six years already, but... They just tried this, and I don't know. It didn't work then. I don't know if it's going to work now. It kind of went over like a lead balloon, you know. It, it just it didn't didn't really stay afloat. Yeah, 2016 was the official. So and our friends Maestro we're, we're and, and Professor, we talked about this. They loved the last Blair Witch movie. I, I looked it up I just not. to get the date to be exact. It's sitting at a wonderful 37 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's about where actually I feel like it should be even lower than that. I did not like that movie. Common Sense Media gave it a two out of five. 
<laughs> you know, we had a really good uh, for anybody that's not part of our Patreon. You might want to subscribe. You know, for this week, if nothing else, for this week because we had we had a really good conversation. You know, before the show. Uh, that's going to be on Patreon. We talked yeah. a lot about a lot of good stuff. Usually, we just kind of like get goofy and you know just talk to each other and stuff. Yeah, 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 we had a good conversation about a lot of things, and you know we did talk about this. And my opinion of this is not only was that bad, Blair Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two, for what it was, you know, looking back almost twenty years or over twenty years or however long it's been since it came out, it really you know there, there's things I like about that. Um, at least they gave you know tried something different to your to your point it wasn't horrible yeah but it was a pile of just randomness it was but what i you know i made the suggestion that what they probably should have done for blair witch the one that's now six years old is you know first of all you got this guy that's looking for his sister this is supposed to be taking place that you know the the original movie takes place in like 1999 or 1994 or something like that it's in the it's in the mid 90s or late 90s that it takes place it came out in 99 you know, and this guy is looking for his sister, but it's taking place in present day. So he looks like he's about 18 years old. Was he even born when this happened? You know, there was a, it was a little bit of a, a dumb story there. But what they probably should have done with this is filmed it on camcorders, vintage camcorders that would have been around in the 90s. They should have made it look like the original one did. If you're going to bring it back, which doesn't need to be done, but if you're going to try to bring this thing back... Make a period, you know. They those things still do exist out there. You can still get a hold of these. I have a, a an old video camera like this. Yeah. You know, it's something that you could still do, and it would give it that vintage look, and it would probably be a better movie. The new one was way too slick looking for me. I agree. Uh, just so you know, yes, it did come out in 1999. Absolutely correct. The movie takes place in 1994. Okay. So therefore, yes, it was an early 90s. It took place in the early 90s. It came out in 99 when they discovered and the it film. And it looked every part of 1994. Right, right, right. And when they discovered the film in 19... Remember, this was one of the first found footage films. Like, the right. major found... Fo- there was a few before. Don't get this me wrong. Is the, but this, this was is the, the big one. found footage film. The one that really put found footage films on the map. Uh, so this, once again, the story behind the, 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 the movie was that three filmmakers went into the woods in 1994 to shoot a documentary on the Blair Witch. They go missing... And five years later, they find the film. And here's the film. Uh, and they show it to the world. But um, with that being said, yes, I agree. The, 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 the movie just entitled Blair Witch, which for the longest time was called The Woods. Yes. Because they were trying to swerve everybody. They did trailers and everything. And, of course, most famously, they, premiered, they, they did some premiere screenings the week before the movie came out. And when people went in to see the movie, they saw the big cardboard cutout that said The Woods. And when they went into the movie and found out it was a Blair Witch movie, when they came out, they had switched it around so it said Blair Witch. And that's how the world found out. Very ingenious marketing, by the way. It was. But... That'll give it. Right. They did a great job with that. But I'm with you. It was supposed to be a sequel to the original that allegedly was taking place in 1994 and did not look like it was 1994. Because he's going on a search for his missing sister. So did it take... I, it didn't, because there was drones and everything. Right, it took I know. place in present day. Right, like, but that's why... What? Yeah, it's even worse because... It should have been taking place in 1994 or 1995. Yeah, you can Why make the are you searching you know, for your sister? Even if this guy wasn't alive when this stuff happened, you can make the argument, okay, there's a lot of trauma in the family by what happened with his sister, but I mean, this guy was broken up, like, big time. I mean, he knew what she looked like when he thought he saw her. Right, that's what I, I meant to say. They, it, it should have been taking place it in 94 or 95. Place in, yeah. Not in the, the present day, because, listen, if your sister went missing in 1994, and you shoot, and, and this film's taking place in 2016, that's a 12-year gap. Let's say you're 18 like you were pronouncing. I don't know exactly how old he is, but we'll say 18 because it looks about right. So 
you were six years old when your sister went missing, and if you're if somebody's missing for fucking twelve years or no twenty two years, sorry, twenty two years. Why did I say twelve? I'm thinking two thousand six. This is two thousand sixteen. Right. Twenty two years. You're fucking dead. Yeah. So what is the point of oh I'm gonna go and find her? But it was so broken up and so serious. Like oh my god, it's like it was like this is the first search end up, for her. You're just gonna end up. This is the Laker. first search for the girl. Yeah, 22 years. 22 years. Ugh. I misspoke when I said... I was, I was bad when I said 12 on accident. 22. Yep. 22 years. God I dang. Know. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, so... Maybe there's some things they can get right. You know, they tried to go back and they I haven't I still haven't seen the new paranormal activity, but they tried to do something different with that and that flopped. You need to do something a little bit different and and people like to see like look at X. They made that movie look like it took place in the mid to late 70s. It had that look to it. All you got to do is get a hold of a camcorder and put a couple people out there. It doesn't have to be 27 people out in the woods with you. It could be two or three people. If they want this movie to be successful, what they need to do is something interesting. And what I would do if I was them is let's 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 just use the year 22 year mark just because it sounds interesting. We should go 22 years in the past. So this film should take place in 1974. But then you got to come or out with like the little eight millimeter cameras, which are hard. Okay, to Okay, so come maybe by. maybe we should bump it up just because about seventy eight is when we got some real cameras, right? Like 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 they were still film cameras. But let's say that somebody place? was going to shoot. Then, yep, exactly. Let's say somebody's you going to shoot a documentary that way. I'm not. I don't rip off X because I want to say go make a stag film. I'm no, saying, no, no. But I'm, I'm saying, saying the look go, of it. go 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 do a document footage is found. And even better, how about their film footage is found after the second group goes away? So the film footage is found while they're searching. Remember in the initial search in 94? Yep. They find it in 94 while they're searching for the initial. And then they see, oh, my God, this happened in the past. We didn't even remember this because it was 22 or, you know, obviously I don't think we could do 22. So we'll probably have to do like 16 years, whatever like that. So, right. So it puts it in the late 70s, early 80s. You know, not to mention the woods that they used in, in Blair Witch. It looked nothing like what they used in the 2016 movie. It looked like they were like out in some jungle or something like that, you know, in, in the new one. It didn't look like the same location. Well, it's hard to recreate something that 22 years later. Go back and film it in the same place. Right. Or use CGI. Or that. Because here's the thing. And I, I don't even want to see that. Go back and film it in the same place. Well, even That if, town doesn't want people around because they kept people kept coming right. in and stealing things. Or something similar to it. But I'm just saying, even with CGI, you could have cut down some of the trees. Like, you didn't have to oh, do yeah. full-on CGI. You're just editing out trees. Like, that's that's normal. You know, that's, I'm not talking about make it all CGI. I'm just right. talking about edit out the trees. But, you edit know, out some, just so because, it's not as full because the forest, it looked like this giant overgrown forest when the original right. was kind of just, a sparse forest. And here's the thing. Just because movie A takes place in the woods and movie B takes place in the woods doesn't mean that all woods look the same. You know, they, they can look different. And that one looked different. It didn't look like it was the same location. It just it looked like they kept running around in the same circle, like in the in, literally in the same spot when they were supposed to be like all over the place. There was a lot of things that I hated about that movie, but one of them was the look of that movie. It did not look, it didn't look at all like Blair Witch, but it's supposed to be taking place in the exact same spot. Well, as they go forward, we'll see what they have the ideas for the new one, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Obviously, uh, coming back uh, later this fall, it's going to be season two of Chucky. We know that. But very good. Very good. In the first season. Devin Sawa returned to horror for the first time in a long time, and he played twin brothers. <laughs> yes. Devin Sawa is coming back for season two of Chucky as a brand new character. Mind you, twin brothers that both ended up dead. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so spoiler, spoiler alert, alert if you haven't, if watched, you haven't it. watched it, but we'll, we'll be whatever on it. But yeah, so now he's coming back as a completely different character. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to look the same or if they're going to do some uh, I'm telling you, it'd be prosthetics cool. on him or something. As, as cheesy 
the, this is what makes the show is good. Is it's off the rails and cheesy, and that's what makes it good. They steer into it. It's on purpose. It would be funny is if you find out he's the long lost triplet. <laughs> like that. That's not how he comes in. Right. That's how it ends up. He ends up finding out that he's. <laughs> you look just like my dad. <laughs> Come to find out, he was. A, they were actually triplets. And then when he dies off, we could do quiet. You know, quiet. You know, we could keep going. And it wouldn't be the first time. Like uh, the girl, the, the girlfriend, mm-hmm. her father was in Cult of Chucky as the doctor. Yes. And between Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, there was a cop that gives the Chucky doll to Tiffany at the end of the movie. He was one of the patients in Curse in uh, Cult of Chucky. So they've done this before where, you know, one guy's come back. They like somebody so much they brought him back as a different character in the next yeah. movie so or in the series. So this isn't new territory for, for Mancini to do this. Still fun. So it's, fun. yeah, it's going to be fun, and who knows who else they're going to bring back? You know, I made the joke when we were in when we were talking on Patreon before. You know, her career has been derailed so much that we might just actually get if they can handle her being on set and she's not such a diva that we might actually get Katherine Heigl back at some point. You never know. You just don't know. You never know. All right, so we're going to be moving on to what we really should have kicked off the second segment with. But we had to have some big piece. We we have the biggest piece of news that we want to get into right now, and this is the next Scream movie. So we know that Scream Six is coming. That's something that has already been talked about. We already know that it's going to be happening. But we've got casting news, and this is big news. And the first part of this is kind of one of those things that Rich will always say, in other news, water's wet. And that's that all four of the surviving new characters from Scream 5 are officially back for Scream 6. Absolutely. So, so we have we have the, the, the main bulk of the cast back as the new cast. A couple sets of siblings are going to be back. Yes. Once again, like I said, we if, if you think about it, this is not unusual to the Scream franchise. Uh, this is the new age Scream world. So we are going to have... These are the young kids that are going to be going on. So uh, Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, Mason Gooding, and Jasmine Savoy Brown will all be reprising their roles. And that's exciting. And that is all, that is very exciting. I'm happy for all of them. Yeah. And, and I don't think the, anybody ever doubted that for right. one second with the direction they're going, but uh, it's the, good to hear. Also, Courtney Cox has been confirmed. It's, she hasn't been, though. They keep saying in the articles now that she yeah. hasn't been confirmed, but everything that I read said that she was. So I'm a little confused about that. Well, this article is actually saying, which came out this this past week, is saying that she is confirmed. So we'll have to keep yeah. our eyes. I'm sure Courtney Cox is going to I'm sure she'll be movie. back. There's no word on Nev Campbell is going to be come back. Nev Campbell said she will never come back to the series if they're going to kill off Sydney. So there's no word on if she's going to be back or not. But I don't know that they need her. I don't know that they needed Gail at this point with the direction they're taking. Well, here's the thing. They might bring back Gail only in, <laughs> as, as a... I, I, I'm going to look at it like this. I don't think she'll be back for the full movie. I don't even think she'll be back as a main character. Maybe she'll I think be a she'll cameo. be like a little cameo, maybe on TV. Maybe she has maybe like they a... call her up. Maybe, you know, so shit's happening. You want right. your advice? And she's like, run or whatever. You know, what I mean? right. <laughs> you know? so I, I don't think she's going to be a main overall character. I think they just have to have a legacy character in the film. Right. And uh, speaking of that. The big bombshell news that I think a lot of us were hoping for and kind of expected was going to happen, it became official this past week. And that is, drum roll please, Hayden Panettiere's Kirby is officially coming back. So not only yes. was was the Easter egg in on the YouTube video, if you missed it, they did mention in that thing, you know, there was a little tiny thing on, on the YouTube clip that, you know, Kirby had survived um, Scream 4. She is coming back. And the only thing I hope that's not going to happen with this is that she's going to be the one that gets killed off in the opening scene. Yes. I hope that doesn't happen because well, she could be a big time character going forward. Well, you remember, once again, just to go back... Uh, Scream in, in Scream 4, she played the Kirby character, and we thought she might have been killed. 
Uh, but come to find out in Scream 2022, <laughs> which I still hate saying that, Scream 5, if you will, uh, there is a scene on the bottom when they're watching the video on Billy Loomis and down in the, the suggested the for right. YouTube because yeah. so, you know I suggested for YouTube there's a thing it says interview with Kirby I forget her last name I interview apologize. with Ghostface Survivor Ker, uh, Kirby Reed Kirby Reed and and it's like oh so it confirms she was alive and right. people found that great it's kind of hard to see even when I I didn't see it in the theater you told me about it when we were talking about it after I watched it yes. and then when I bought it on digital it's still hard to see yeah. that well, they but they put it in on purpose, and this is something we talked about before. Because the writers of of, of part five and six, because I'm calling it five and six, so I don't have to say twenty twenty two right. time. Uh, but I understand it's technically just scream. Uh, the writers uh, were Guy Busick and James Vanderbilt. The directors were Matt Bettinelli Alpin and Tyler Gillette. Which those four guys combined are the group that has brought us, brought us ready or not, amongst other movies. And I said the one cool thing is this is the franchise for them, and I really think that they are paying off as movie buffs and, and that's what they are in real life and then okay what can we do to amplify it so they put a bunch of cool easter eggs in and that was one of them and now they're paying it off because Hayden Penetier is back playing Kirby Reed in this movie I don't know if she'll be killed first I hope not I hope not uh, just she could be a monster force in these movies going forward just just so you know according to IMDB Courtney Cox will be Gail Ruthers in this movie that's according to IMDB mind you IMDb grain can assault, be wrong, a grain of salt until we find out for sure. But I IMDb, think she'll be back. IMDb is listening here. Also, of course, Jenna Ortega returning as Tara Carpenter, Melissa Barrera returning as Sam Carpenter, Madison Gooding and Jasmine Savoy Brown are the twins, Chad and Mindy Meeks Martin. So that is the cast thus far, according to IMDb. And I just want to point out that one more time, you know, we we weren't sure if she had died. She could have survived it, but Kirby obviously survived Scream Four. And this just goes one more time to prove my point that Stu Mocker is still alive. Damn it, I knew it was coming. He should... I still say that he should have been the mastermind behind Scream 5. It should have been him. They should have been his kids. It would I, have made perfect I, sense I, with I it agree. being taken in his house. It would have taken... I know you kind of said, ah, forget about the house. But it I would have made they, sense. It would have, but here's the thing. And it would since have been such a shot to people. Since they didn't go that direction, I think it's too late. I think we're done. You did make Honestly. a good point, though, that maybe, just maybe, he's Tara's father. Maybe. Which would also make perfect sense, considering that the other the one is... The real father. Yeah. Well... The, the, not well, the we biological. Know the, we biological know that Billy is Billy Loomis. But of her, the older one. Her father is Jenna a... Jenna Ortega's got a different dad. Right. And and so didn't Sam believe that this other person was her dad. Yeah. But... I, but if what if it what if it's Stu with a different name? Because remember... Exactly. It could be... He took the name John that, Carpenter. But... West, maybe be. he took the name Wes Carpenter. Maybe. But he, you know what would be weird, though? Wouldn't people recognize that it's fucking Stu Mocker? Because it's still in Woodsboro. He could have. Like they lived in Woodsboro. That's the only part that, once again, I would. I think it would be cool. I did bring it up. I think it would be cool. But the problem you run into is he lived in Woodsboro still, and nobody just realized that it was Stu Mocker at a makeup job? Maybe, maybe not. You know, it's whatever. He left. Depends on what they do. He left when they were younger, so maybe, who well, knows? No, but remember, she was there. Well, she yeah. was, Sam, Sam was 13 when her father left. All I know. That was the argument, remember? She's 13, and, and she found the letters, yeah. and that's when her father left. All I know is one of the things that Radio Silence said about this is there was a very blatant reason that they did not put the mother. They didn't say anything about her father, but they said there was a blatant, they blatantly did not put anything about the story of the mother D didn't include the mother in this movie they said they have big plans for that character if they were to make more something's going to happen with that storyline interesting that's going to be what's going to be the catalyst of what goes forward here i think interesting it would make perfect sense if it was Stu. i'm trying to think of a female character from a former movie that survived that could be the mother maybe it's jill 
Could ah yeah, but that'd be. But, I mean, it would young. have to really be a she's, time she's jump. She's too young. Yeah, she's too young. Because it would have to be somebody as old as Sydney and them. But all the main stars from that movie died, so it would still have to be a background person. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Because think about it: all the main stars, everybody the dies. Female in those stars movies, dies. Except, yeah. yeah, except for the ones we have, which is weird. And you can't say that it would be. You know, because like you could be like, oh well, the mom turns out to be Sydney, right? But, but then she comes back to town, and they didn't recognize yeah. their mom when blatantly they said their mom was out of town on business, so they know who their mom is. Yeah. So like that would be weird, and so you also same thing with Gail. You can't be Gail because Gail was there. Gail was there, right? So like it's a weird. I, don't I mean, know. you could have a time jump and just you know. I feel like they've. I feel like they have. They didn't really bring. They just said something about the last time. You know, every ten years somebody puts on the costume and goes on a killing spree, which kind of alluded to it being Jill ten years earlier. Yeah, but yeah. you know, maybe there was a time jump in there. Maybe Jill is older. You know, yeah, but I don't think I she doubt could be, I don't think she be. Could be the mother. No, she's not I, old I enough to be the mother. Although it would and be, it's got to be somebody Hispanic anyway, because they're both Hispanic. Right. Although I would say this, it would be interesting if Jill comes back because that was the original plan. Technically, we never saw her die. The clear thing implies, but you could live through that. She'd she, be fucked up. She got shot in the chest. But yeah, but you could. People live through getting shot it. in the chest. They, uh, Kevin Williamson said that that was his because there was originally from there was supposed to be Scream four, five, and six, and after four underperformed, they canceled the other two. West was supposed to come back and direct those. That's what they right before as this movie was coming out. They did an interview with Williamson, and he finally opened up about what direction he was going to go, and it was going to be taking place in a college somewhere, and Jill was going to be alive and well, and there was going to be another ghost face that knew who she was and what she did. She was going to be under some assumed identity or something like that, and nobody there was going to know who she was, and this other ghost face knew who she was. That's what the story was going to be for Scream Five. Interesting. Originally. So you never know. So you never yeah. know. I, I doubt that's where they're going to go with this. I mean, again, both of these girls are Hispanic. It's obvious. You know that Billy is the father of one, the, the older one. She's Hispanic. Billy was not. The mother's got to be Hispanic. So I, I can't see that it would be Jill. Right. Right. That's my point. I don't think it could be because of age anyways. But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where they go. I also want to throw out there while we're talking about it. Stu was in the new Scream movie. Yeah, he was. In, he was actually technically in Scream Two. His, also, his his voice was. He in was the movie. quote unquote party goer. Yes, in Scream Two. Scream Two, and then of course he was party goer, not in person, just his voice. But yeah. he was a party goer to us doing these. He was in another thing too when the the girl owns the house. The you know I don't want to give too much away here, but we talked about it. But she's walking through the house and you hear, "Hey, so and so, great part or great house." It was his voice. Right, right. But she's I mean, like his, walking through the hallway and you his, hear it. His 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 main voice was definitely used for the. Uh, but you he know, was in for, the, for, for West, West thing because it was a West Craven. Whole tribute. bunch of them were technically there. it was a West Craven tribute. Yeah, disguised as um, Henry Winkler was in there. Jamie yeah. Kennedy was in there. They brought back Hayden Panettiere they, was in yeah. there. They brought back every everybody's voice just to kind of yep. because it was an homage to West Craven. Right. And that's why they named that character West. So when he died, they could do something like that, which is right. kind of really cool. Once again, another thing that Radio Silence does that nobody else they is pay doing. Attention currently. to detail. Yeah. And, so. Uh, Hey, I'm okay with whatever they want to do. I, I enjoyed... I mean, it wasn't my favorite screen movie, but I did enjoy 2022 for what it was. And I liked uh, it more than I'm, four. I'm excited, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I am too. I am too. There's a lot you know that, that remains to be seen. So you know we're going to find out, but thank God Kirby's coming back. Uh, 20th Century Studios has officially announced a prequel to the original Omen movie. The 1976 Omen, not the remake. The original. Uh, so uh, the new film is going to be titled The First Omen. Now, they've been trying to get this off the ground for a while. It's finally happening. I don't really know what story is to tell there, but my guess is that the final scene is going to be where Damien is given, 
you know, where where the jackal gives birth to Damien. Probably. And you're going to see a family in a room knowing that their child has just died, be handed a baby. That that would be my guess. That's that's how this movie's going to end. What's the story beforehand? I don't know. I hate when they do this, by the way. You're going to see 2 hours of he's coming. Yeah, but I'm just saying I hate I hate seeing these movies. Like honestly, I hate when they go like there's there's sometimes when you want a prequel, but then there's other movies where the prequel doesn't really work. And this yeah. is one of those. I mean, evil has been there forever. There's always been stories of the Antichrist being born. There's always been stories of the devil coming back. There's always been stories of the rapture. There's always been all these these grim stories that are out there. I mean, those have been around long before we've been here. But where is that going to, you know, where where is there a story here? You're just going to have a bunch of people, evil people running around, screwing people over to try to get a baby born, like, you know, to bring the Antichrist back? I guess. I don't, I don't get I don't this know. one. I love The Omen. I love the original Omen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I actually love the sequel, the first one. The yeah. third one I didn't care about. But the first two movies were actually really good. The original Omen is a classic. One of the, in my opinion, one of the best horror movies ever made. Agreed. But this just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm with you. No, there's no yeah, I waste of have, money. I don't really have anything to say about it because I just don't get why we need one. Yeah, but maybe it'll fine. be amazing. Maybe until I see it. Maybe, but we'll 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 put it out there. We'll watch it. But like once again, it's just one of those sections where I'm like, do we really need this? And I don't think we do. Yeah, I I would agree 100. percent And finally, this week we're getting another remake. Um, and apparently there was another one. Our friend the Maestro, I had this conversation with him yesterday. There was a, there was there was already a remake of this, and it wasn't very good apparently. But uh, I didn't even know it existed. But we're actually getting a remake, The Terror Train. Oh yeah. So here's uh, the first. Did you get a chance to see the trailer? I did not see the trailer. I'm sorry. It looks like it's a bunch of actors I've never seen before so it looks like something production wise it looked okay but it, the actors themselves kind of reminded me of people you'd see like on a direct to sci-fi film um, the difference between this movie and the original it looked very very similar there's even a magician um, Whoa, wait a minute is it David Copperfield it's not Fuck. it's not but there is Drop a magician the they dropped the ball um, but it it looks like they actually did film it inside of a train so it looks very similar to the original but the big difference is the original one takes place on New Year's Eve and everybody's wearing costumes and stuff which never really quite made sense this one takes place on Halloween so at least that, that makes, makes a little, a bit little more, more sense. sense the original I love the movie it's a it's a fun movie it's a great movie from the early 80s but at the same time it I, I would hardly consider it one of the great horror movies ever made so you know I mean, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 36%. IMDb has it at 5.8 out of 10. This is the original. Yeah. And 84% of people like it on Google. I like this movie. I like it. Uh, I don't I love like it. Slash, I don't love it. But I, I mean, I, it's, it's a slasher film. It's a flawed film. movie. Right. It's a slasher film. I, you know me. I but love, it's a good I early 80s slasher. slasher right. Yeah. So, you know, there's hope for this and one. David Apparently Copperfield. There was, yeah, David Copperfield was the magician. Yes. By the way, Jamie Lee Curtis, who was also in the original, as you know, uh, she gets third billing on Google behind Derek McKinnon and David Copperfield. Wow. I don't even know uh, who Derek McKinnon is. Uh, he played Kenny Hampson. So. Oh, he was Kenny? Yeah. He oh, was, okay. He was, so the murderer. Yeah. But, so it tells uh, me there'd be a little bit of a I different story so, here. So, but. By the way, sorry. Sorry if we spoiled that for you. It is a 20 or a 42-year-old 40 40, movie. When did it come out? 1980. Yeah, 42 years old. If you haven't seen it by now, October 3rd, 1980. Yeah. So 42 years. This movie's older than I am, ladies and gentlemen. I love the movie. It's one that I'll watch every couple of years, and I'll enjoy it for what it is. Um, but I don't know. I, apparently, there was another one. It was just called Train. The Maestro was telling me, and he said really? it was terrible. But I didn't even know that that existed. I got to so. say this. One of my favorite parts of the casting of this, just looking over it, is that some characters have full names. Some characters only have one name. I.E., some characters don't even have a name because David Copperfield is just listed <laughs> as the magician. The magician. Uh, Derek McKinnon, of course, Kenny Hampson. Jamie Lee Curtis plays Alana Maxwell. 
And then you have Sandy 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 Curry plays Mitchy, and Vanity plays Mary. By the way, Mary spelled M E R R Y instead of the way you spell. But then they go back because Hart Brockner plays Doc Manley. So they couldn't. And then Joe uh, Joy Bichelle plays Pat, or Pat. Sorry, Pat. I said I said it wrong. Wow. I for I've been a while since I've seen the movie. Like it's funny that some people have like usually when you do a script. Either everybody has one name and you don't do last names, or everybody well, has a last name. Halloween was like that. The, the supporting characters didn't get last names until Rob Zombies came around. There was Laurie Strode, Michael Myers, Dr. Loomis, Sam Loomis, but then you just had Linda. You had, you know, th- th- her friends didn't have last names. Well, Annie did. Well, Annie Brackett, Cause, because you knew, knew the, the sheriff, sheriff Brackett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Linda, do you, you didn't know her last that's name. That's true. That is true. You're she became Linda right. Vanderklok somewhere in the history, but... Right, yeah, that's true. I, you're, I, I didn't even think about that. Like, Linda does not have a last name. I don't think name in the credits her name is Linda Vanderklok. I think it's just Linda. The kids both had last names, though. But no, that's yeah. because you had to explain it, because remember, they were at the Doyle house. Right. Like, respectively, so... So I guess there's maybe just the one kid. Well, no, Bob. You don't know Bob's last yeah, name. Yeah, well, fuck Bob. Bob is an asshole. No, Paul. You Bob. don't even get to meet Paul. 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 Paul's dead. My Paul. I'm assuming not in the first one. I'm assuming Paul he gets has killed to die. in Rob Zombies, but yeah. he's... I'm assuming he had to die in the first one too. Here's a good trivia question for you. You hear Annie talking to Bob on the phone when she's making popcorn, when she spills the popcorn on herself. Do you know who was the voice of of Paul? No, John Carpenter. I should have saved that for a trivia question. Wow, John Carpenter. John Carpenter was doing Paul. the Lord's work. I was gonna say. Her Paul. I, I was gonna say Jamie Lee Curtis with a manly voice, but please, because she seems to be on the phone all the time. No keys. <laughs> I love it. But please. Always Jamie Lee Curtis on the phone after that in Halloween movies. Yeah. Over loudspeakers or... Actually, there's another trivia insert, question. Insert her there. In the opening of the second movie, you see that girl that's like at home and Michael sneaks in and kills her when he's kind of going through like the back streets and stuff like that. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. She's on the phone with somebody. Do you know who she's talking to? Yeah, she's on the phone. What's her name? Plays Annie. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember her name off the top of my head for some yeah, reason. Yeah, Nancy Loomis. Yes, thank you. Uh, I should have remembered that because Loomis. But yeah. still, uh, yes, I, I, I knew that one. And it's funny because, by the way, it's, it's blatantly obvious, too, because the voice sounds exactly. Yeah. Of course, Nancy Loomis also comes back in part three. Yeah. Because she's the wife. She is the wife. <laughs> and, of course, that's where we make the joke because Jamie Lee Curtis on the phone and the yep. loudspeaker person in the third yep. one. So, they, you know, they were all in there. It's, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> the whole gang was there. The whole gang came back. Even Michael came back on the TV screen. Michael. Remember, at the TV screen to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Lewis comes back there, too, because he's on the TV screen to yeah. the bar. Everybody comes the back. The whole gang was the there. The whole gang was there. It's no like Scooby Doo. No, Lin- well, Linda's dead. Yeah. Linda's dead. Linda dead. got her. Linda's dead, dead. Dad, dead. <laughs> real dead. Bob, also. Bob, real dead. Oh, Although, Bob. Bob, Bob was there, too. Because Bob, they had the scene on the screen, was the scene where he gets stabbed into the fucking uh, oh, door. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Bob was there, too. Oh, Bob. Bob was there, too. Poor Bob. Poor Bob. What about Bob? What about, what about Bob? Bob? That's what I Cock need to do. doodle do. <laughs> well, I feel like that's brought us to the end of that's this it. wonderful new segment. We had a ton of new stuff to share with you guys. And uh, Horror Zone 607 is back. And if you would like to get a hold of us, it's simple. You can do that on social medias. We are HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Like and share the page. We're at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Use the hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. Of course, if you would like to drop a movie you would like us to review or any kind of other things, please make sure you do that and hit us up. Of course, for all information, you can go to 8122productions.com. Get all the information for the show. Also, while you're there, you can find the link for the Public store. You can buy some cool swag, help support the show. Also, if you'd like to support the show, monetarily you can join us on patreon the link is on the website but patreon.com slash 8122 productions you get this show 
early. Plus, it's uncut, uncensored, or not edited with some extra stuff. Mike C mentioned that earlier, and you get the Three Fenders podcast early, and it's uncensored. And there's a couple only for Patreon exclusive shows as well, and you get all that for as little as a dollar a month, and you help us out here at Horizon Six Hundred Seven Three Fenders podcast. 8122 Productions. It has immensely helped. Of course, 607TWS, which is, that's the Twitch link, twitch.tv slash 607podcast. Every week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday night, myself and Ken M from the ODPH. And sometimes Join I the, drop by. Sometimes you drop in, in the chat. Uh, talk about all things pro wrestling on 607TWS. Of course, you can also find that in podcast form anywhere you get great podcasts by searching 607TWS. And all that information, of course, is at 8122productions.com. So it really is the one-stop shop. By the way, if you forget any of those things, Mike C., you know how easy it is to find them? A click. You know what? You just scroll down the liner notes for this podcast, and there's hyperlinks to all of those links. All that you will take do you is right click. there. All you have to do is scroll down and click, and it will take you to the website. It will take you to the Patreon. It will take you to the Twitch channel. It will take you everywhere you need to go. So with that being said, make sure you check us out and hit us up, because we always like to hear from you. And with that being said, Mike C., that is all I have for these fine folks for this day, uh, this uh, return episode of Horizon 607. Why don't you take the people home? All right. Thanks, Rich. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. We hope that uh, we don't have any more big delays in doing the show. No more time gaps in this. We are going to be back next week, and we got a big show. I don't know what news is going to come up between now and then, but we'll be here with the biggest news. I can tell you that we are going to be doing two things next week. One, we're going to be reviewing the brand new Firestarter that just came out. Uh, I know Rich went to the theater to see it. I've been watching it on Peacock. I got about halfway through it, but I had to actually come here this morning to do the show. Uh, by then, I will have finished it, so we'll be reviewing that next week. Uh, also, I've made a new list. We haven't done one of those in a while. Uh, I've actually making I'll, I'll just let you know right now we're gonna be discussing movies that could use a remake so I got a list made up uh, you know that might even add some more things between now and then but next week you're not gonna want to miss that because it's gonna be a great discussion might even get a little heated it might get funny we never know you never know what's gonna happen rich may end up giving me a choke slam through the table for some of these things you just don't know what's gonna happen you're gonna want to tune in to, to listen to that and uh, and you know who knows like I said what news is gonna come up hopefully there's some big stories that come up between now and then so until then for Rich, I'm Spooky Mike saying, see ya.